Real quick, before we get into the episode, I do want to make a little disclaimer. Ethan and I recorded this episode well before the release date, so if there are topics and things that seem a little unrelevant, that is why, is because we recorded it in advance, and that's just how timing worked out. But anyways, thank you for tuning in this week, and I hope you enjoy. Welcome, everyone, to the Chico Podcast. Today, I have a very special guest that I am very excited to have. I have none other than Easy. What's up, everybody? How are we doing today? What's good, buddy? How are you? Um, honestly, a bit stressed. Uh, just you know, this whole election thing—it's kind of some BS having to deal with all this election stuff for the past three days. You know? Yeah. Um, I definitely think the election is kind of like I get there's the mail-in ballot, uh, the mail-in ballots that they have to take like wait for and then take into account, and the absentee ballots are the same. But I mean, it's—I know Georgia has been sitting at ninety-eight, ninety-nine percent of their votes counted for like a day and a half now and you know before they went up like five percent in a day what's what's the hold up here yeah it's 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 kind of weird because um like like i said donald trump is you know claiming fraud and whatnot and everybody from like the democrat side is like kind of saying that like well you told your voters your supporters not to go ahead and vote through mail and stuff so i mean it's kind of it's just all so confusing because they're like trump doesn't have enough to back his information up but there's also like some evidence that shows that there could have been fraud but it's just all over the place now yeah i have seen quite a bit of uh in the news quite a bit of you know biden stealing the election and you know the there was the hot topic of the like 1500 votes that just showed up out of nowhere in Michigan I believe it was I if I mean if I I don't know if I'm wrong or if you're wrong but I believe it was 138,000 votes that Thousand? came in in one in one dump and apparently it was 138,000 to Trump's zero but Sources are saying that that was true, and sources were saying that that wasn't true. So, I mean, like, there is another example, like, is it actually true or not? Because sources keep saying, you know, this is true, this is not true. It's just, it's so confusing. Yeah, it really is a, it's an interesting time. And whoever gets elected president, they have a rather taunting task in front of them. America as a whole is right now... Uh, divided more divided than it has been in a really long time. Um, you have the racial division within the country on top of the pandemic that has been booming. I saw a report earlier today on my phone that said, like, for the fourth straight day in a row, we have over a thousand COVID deaths in one day. That is just mind blowing to me. Yeah, it's whoever becomes at. At the end of the day, whoever becomes president, like you said, has a really grueling task with everything going on. And it's really it's kind of sketchy to see who's going to win this, because on either side of the board, Biden supporters and Trump supporters, there's been threats all over the U.S. of what's going to happen if, you know, whatever one becomes the president. Like, I've heard that there's like white supremacists that were going to go after, you know, some of the some some minorities within some of the bigger areas like Milwaukee and stuff and neo-Nazis. Oh. And then oh, there was okay. other ones. Oh, there's going to be rioters in like the big Trump areas. It's just, it's a scary time for sure. Yeah. I would hate to live in a big city right now just because there's, there's just that uncertainty. You don't know when things are going to pop off and you could just be walking home with your groceries and next thing you got to, you got 12 rounds in your chest or something. <laughs> I can def I am definitely thankful, I must say, to live in a small rural town. Yeah. Um so you and I are both from Shano. Um Shano is a very small, rather rural community. But the difference between you and I is that you grew up in Shano, correct? Uh yep, I am com- I born and raised in Shano, have not left this area in eighteen years. 18 years. See, I grew up in a bit more of a city situation. Um, it, adjusting to the Shana lifestyle 
was uh, quite the task. I went from the streets being flooded with, you know, Ford Focuses and little <laughs> cars to um, these bougie rundown 1987 bougie <laughs> rundown. Is that what you're explaining Shano to be? No, that's just Shano's uh, automotive taste. <laughs> automotive was... taste. That is... That, that's the first thing you looked at when you moved to Shano. I'm glad to hear it that. It was. It was. Uh, I'm sorry, but for where I grew up, we don't have take your tractor to school day. <laughs> take your tractor to school day. That is that is one thing that I can guarantee you that probably 90% of the people that listen into this podcast have never heard of. It's a very Wisconsin thing. It, uh it's 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 one of those things that you look at like like if someone mentioned to you, uh, I have take your or drive your tractor to school day tomorrow, you definitely are like, Yep, that is Wisconsin. That's some redneck hillbilly <laughs> next level <laughs> next level country right there. It's just, it's crazy. It's just a crazy thing. I like personally never did that because I'm not really a farm person or a no. farm boy, but I don't think I would mention it to like somebody from a different state that I'm driving my tractor to school. I Mios mio, it's it's quite the concept. You know, it was really interesting. Uh the two years that I went to Shano High, a lot of people that like I came in contact with and talked to weren't really these like redneck hillbilly country guys and gals that I thought I was walking into and that like I saw within the community it was a lot more of just like down to earth chill just you know your average citizen so to see that like dynamic and know that you know where i live is kind of you know almost labeled as like a country you know hillbilly area and to see all the trucks i kid you not one time i went i used to get to school really early because i had to have my spot you know anyone who had my spot i would like secretly plot their murder in study hall so (laughs) Um, so when I went into the school, the parking lot was empty. There's one time I left one of the school came out. There were seven pickup trucks surrounding my little, my little SUV. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's insane. Like it, there's such a divide, like within Shano, it's like kind of crazy. You get that one set of people that like have, don't want anything, anything to do with like farming any of that like it's just your your basic like town person and then you got those Mm -hmm. farm people that like drive those big rigs you know all souped (laughs) up and everything and you just like they they think they got big wieners but they really don't (laughs) yeah it um it's quite the dynamic i've met some of the most hype beasty hype beasts in Shano, but I've also seen the most hick redneck kids ever. I can't, you know, the, probably the most country kid I I met in Shano. I won't I won't say his name for just like security purposes. I don't know if you want his name exposed. His name's his initials are W S. And this just a country kid. <laughs> And he was on the swim team, which really oh. threw me for a loop. Oh, if anybody is okay, so for everybody that wondering why I thought that was so funny, that is because that the kid that we're talking about or that he's talking about right now is literally one of my childhood best friends, and he's describing this man so perfect, like onto the dime. <laughs> it's insane. And, you know what's funny is I've had like three conversations with that man. I didn't really. I didn't really know him that well, but I can't, I can't think of Shano and not think of that man. He, he showed up every day to law class, shout out Johnson's law class, came to every day. It was either law or psych Soch. It was law. Uh, It was law. He was in our law class. Yeah. Yeah. And his flannel and jeans and just, or his like big bulky jacket in like the wintertime, the brown one, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 If, but it was always that in his jeans, and I'm like, this, you know, this I, guy. And we oh, something that developed over this last 
or our last school year, our senior year, the first half was Flannel Friday. That, that, oh that like everybody's walking around with red flannels one day, and I was just like, I was like, you really, this is the description that we give to Shano is so bad because it's just the things we do just make it so it's just unbelievable. But really, it's not a bad Shano's not a bad town in all reality. It's not, no. Like there's something like like you said you you probably had more of an experience in this because I've been living here all my life but I mean you have that side of people that are those hype beasts obviously because that happens in every town but there's those down to earth people those cool people that you just love to hang out with you just find that one group of like set of people that are amazing yeah and I can I can vouch for that and um, for those of you who are listening who also checked in last week. With my uh, conversation with Tony Rogers, I talked about um, my time in the Germantown School District. I uh, I spent third grade up until my sophomore year in the Germantown School District. And then my junior and senior year, I moved out to Shawano. I just wanted to clear the air on that if any of you were confused. But, yeah, you do meet – you know, I would honestly have – going back to what you said, I would honestly have quality over quantity. I'd rather have – three people that I know if I called them at 417 in the morning on a Tuesday, they would answer by the, by the second ring versus 20 people that I would have to make sure I didn't call them past midnight. And maybe I get one missed call before they answer. You know what I mean? Yeah. I definitely, I learned to just accept the fact that you, when you, Kind of when you graduate high school and you go into college, you're obviously going to lose friends, but you just got to, you got to accept the fact that you're going to have, you know, one or one, two or three of those like town, hometown friends that'll stick with you. And you just got to accept it because, yeah, just no one really, really gives a poopy about you. I don't want to swear for the viewers, but no one really gives (laughs) a poopy about you when you leave. And it kind of sucks. It's a harsh reality, but you just got to do yourself. You just got to do yourself. You know, at the end of the day, when you lay your head on that pillow and you go to sleep, the one person that's always, no question, always going to be there for you is you. You, especially if you, you know, it takes time, but eventually, I know I came to this realization where I realized people will come and go all the time. You can't put all your energy and you know all your time and your effort and your support in, in, into these handful of people who aren't giving you the same energy back it you know it's just, that it, you're like totally right on like on that it has to be like a 50 50 situation when it comes to that and i and i learned that and matthew can definitely attest to what i'm about to say i'm one of those people that will do anything for anybody and yeah, and in the past, like since Corona started, so mid March, I've learned that people really don't care about you if you're putting all the effort in. So, like, that's where I found all most of like my true friends is when that happened. And honestly, that was probably one of the greatest things to happen because now I'm like connected to the people that actually are willing to make it a fifty fifty type of deal. Yeah, you're more. You're more like rooted and invested in these uh, friendships and relationships, because you know, at the end of the day, you know, those are, those are your ride or dies. You know, you, um, I learned that, especially with like reaching out to people, quit watering your plants and watch how fast your dead plants grow. That is, if you stop, if you stop texting people first, you know, especially I, I found myself always reaching out to people first, you know, I stop doing that. And see how often, see how less often you start going out. See how less often you get an inbox message. See how less often you got people swiping up on your stories. You know what I mean? Dude. Quit watering plants and watch how fast your dead plants grow. Dude, I don't, some of those girls must have so many friends that talk to them back and forth. With that million snap score, I don't know how that's even possible to have a million snap score. I've been, Dog. I Snapchat on the daily like not constantly and as we speak right now i am checking and i have a two hundred and thirty-six thousand snap score and i've had this snapchat for about probably 
like four years, four or five years. Let's uh let's check out my snap <laughs> score. My snap score, two hundred fourteen thousand. I've had this snap since. Ooh, let's go to my memory. See where my first memory was. I remember. And it's like, and I. I'm, it's this is not something I'm putting out on just women because I've seen guys have it the same way. But like, it's just insane how you can have a million snap score even if you started oh having goodness. a Snapchat, even if you just got a Snapchat back in like 2000, you know, 16 or something, 16, 15 or 14. It's just insane to have a million snap score. Uh, it they're a rare breed, but they're out there, and it blow well, voice crack. And it just blows my mind. I've I've had that account for at least four years, and I haven't even hit half a million. It's insane. Um, so just to do, um go a little redirect um from our small town and um life talking um, what brought you to the fact that you wanted to create something like a podcast per se, like you're doing now? Um, I've always wanted to do something like this. Uh, YouTube was a big aspiration of mine when I was younger. I just never had the resources or the finances or the equipment to put out or even like the creative talent to put out good quality content that I thought was going to be a worth people's time, be worth my time or see something that was actually going to, you know, get me somewhere. Uh, which I know sounds kind of bad but when you're, you know, 12, 13, 14 years old and you just want to, all you really want to do in life is make it big. You know, if those, you know, if those view counts aren't coming in, you get really discouraged, you know, and all I really had was my iPod and like, I kind of knew how to use iMovie. <laughs> so it's like, I didn't necessarily have the, the outlets or anything like that. So I've always wanted to create content like, like this or like YouTube. Uh, and then some time ago, my brother uh, texted me. He's like, hey, by the way, I started a podcast. And I've always loved listening to podcasts. I like to do it, especially when I go on long drives, because um, I get tired really easy when I drive. Yeah, for sure, for when sure. I listen to pod- yeah, when I listen to podcasts in contrast to music, it feels as if almost like I'm invested in their conversation as mm-hmm. well. And it makes me, especially when I'm driving alone, it makes me feel a little less alone and like more just like engaged in my general surroundings. You know what I mean? So uh, when he texted me that he was making his podcast, I was like, well, you know, hook me up. (laughs) Set me up. Let's do it. I bet. You know what I mean? So I don't, I don't necessarily expect this to take off or to get, you know, 5.3 million listeners a day or whatever. You know how like some of these really successful podcasts are doing. This is more Jojo's, this is more so just for me to sit down with my friends, uh, chit chat for an hour or so, and then throw it out there for a couple people to enjoy. This is more so just this is more so for me than anything else. I had a great time filming with my brother, not necessarily filming, but recording with my brother the other day. Uh, so far, I've enjoyed our conversation. I just I just have a lot it's, of hopes and aspirations. So, like the what you just explained is one thing that everybody that starts to make content like this, they need to have that mentality because honestly, you're not going to go ahead and make it big. I mean, overnight in like a matter of like a week. I mean, it can happen, but you don't see it happen. Like often you got to make content that you like to make, you enjoy, because if you don't make content and you enjoy, then it's not a job per se that, that really is your favorite because you're just making content that really makes no sense to make. And that's um, something that I go by with Mr. Beast because Mr. Beast said, start off by making content that you enjoy and then eventually people will listen in and then you can do it for the rest of your life. And yeah. And like I stream on YouTube to anybody that's interested, easy E all caps on YouTube, uh, quick plug. Um, I stream, I don't have enough time to go ahead and uh like edit videos so i'm actually starting my own podcast because that's it's just a quick hour of talking and then just doing a little editing and posting and honestly having conversations with you know people that you know is fun and like you said podcasts are actually becoming a really big thing now if 
no one really knows because honestly, it's one of those things, like you said, you listen to it in a car or if you're going for a walk or something, it makes you feel yeah. like you're invested. You're in the conversation. It's, it's just a new, it's like, it's just a new area or an avenue that people can go to instead of just watching YouTube videos or listening to like audio books. It's kind of the in-between of audio books and YouTube. So it's a great thing, obviously. Yeah, real talk. Yeah, that's real. Real talk. Um, and I think, you know, blowing up on the internet is something that like every like tween, so like kids from like 10 to 14 aspire to be. But what, what they don't realize, and I don't blame them because I was, I was naive about it too when I was that age, is that, you know, blowing up on the internet like that is almost, you have probably the same chances of becoming a professional actor. Yeah, it, it's so, so Back rare. like, I th- it had to have been a few months ago, me and my buddy, um, we kind of went through this analogy of like YouTubers. Let's just put into YouTubers, for example. You have... Mm-hmm. You have a set of people that are almost chosen to blow up for that certain game or that certain genre. For like example, you yeah. Fortnite comes out, and then you have like Tifu, you had Ninja, you had Courage, JD, you had a, almost a wave of people that blow up from that. And then when Call of Duty, when the new Call of Duty came out, is the same thing. And it's just something we just think it's like you you almost get chosen it's like a kind of like you're the chosen one for that genre or that game and yeah but thinking that you can't have the mentality of oh i'm gonna blow up tomorrow you just gotta make content that you like and like maybe one day someone will notice you and they'll share that and then people it'll start it'll start community commute oh my gosh community wow it'll start <laughs> yeah accumulating over time but it's just insane. <laughs> yeah. It's just insane how, like, especially kids today think that it's so easy to do what these big YouTubers are doing. But, like, for doing this, for, for streaming for the past, you know, week or two, I give so much credit to some of those YouTubers and some of those editors because it's just, it's it's a lot of work. It's like a full-time job. Yeah. Yeah. You look at um, Dude Perfect. For example, they uploaded their first video in 09. That's insane. They've been going at this for 11 years. In 09, I think like 09 or like 2010, something like that. It was a very, I swear that, I've, I watched it. I swear, that video was made on iMovie. It was, it was it a was, very- It wasn't even, was it? It, it wasn't even like anything really. It was just a bunch of video clips put together. I remember watching the first video because yeah. that one video just automatically blew up over every like platform and it was just it was insane it was one of those things it was like an overnight sensation yeah um i one thing that i think doesn't help to these young people's mentality about getting internet famous or internet stardom is how young some of these people are blowing up like charlie Charlie first blew up at 15 and years old. I don't know if anybody knows this because it's not really known, but three years ago, if anybody knows who Courage JD is, he uh, streams Warzone and all that stuff. He met a kid at TwitchCon named Connor, and Connor now has, I think, almost he's almost to a million subscribers at the age of like, at the age of like nine. Oh my goodness! Um. Have you seen, like, this kid has, like, his own TV show and everything. Uh, Ryan's, oh, jinkies, I can't remember. Ryan's toy something. I'm looking it up, dude. It's just, it's insane. Like, and I guess something that doesn't help either is that there are so many kids trying to blow up. Like, the platform is just so packed with people that, like, it's just, there's so many people trying to make the same content that it gets boring over time. So like, it's just like, I don't want to see like this, 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 like every day. And there's these kids that are trying to blow up and they just don't have the mentality of, I'm just going to keep trying. I'm going to keep making videos because once they see that, Oh, I only got like four views or like three views. I'm just going to quit. That's where most of the people just end up not even doing it anymore. Yeah, uh, quick go back to what I said before. The, 
the kid I'm talking about is his name. Oh Ryan's yeah. Quick search on Google. He's it says his name. He's nine to ten years old. Total views as of June eighteenth, twenty twenty, thirty nine point six billion, with a B, billion subscribers. I'm assuming on YouTube, uh, twenty five point four million nominations, multiple. Uh, Kids Choice Award for favorite social star in 2019. Kids Choice Award for favorite male social star. This kid ha- hasn't even hit his teens, and is raking up billions. And now, of and now, moves. mind you, I just looked up as you were talking. His net worth is around 120 million dollars. Oh my! This kid's 10 and, years old. And the old. thing is, is that their his parents are probably, or yeah, his parents are probably just filthy the rich right now because I'm, I guarantee you the money doesn't go to him. He can't use that. Yeah, no. Until he's, he's 18, he n- doesn't get what? any of that money. What What do you think, like, what kind of mental toll do you think that's going to take on him when he's younger? Or, I mean, I uh, older. To know that you had all this money and fame as a kid, but you don't remember half your success and you don't have access to any of it, your money. It's like one of those th- I don't know how that works, but I'm assuming when you turn 18, I don't know if it stays with the family and they get the choice to turn it over to them or not, but like it's for sure one of those things where this kid probably doesn't fully understand how like rich he is. Cuz I mean, he's making yeah. what probably an NFL player at the age of like 30 something 30, is making yeah. in a year he's made in his lifetime, which is only 10 years. Or not even 10 years. I don't even know how old he is. He's 10 years, so he hasn't been doing it since birth. So he has, what, you start at 8 years old? So I don't know how – I mean, I was trying to think. Yeah, how young can you start? I mean, Jiminy Crickets. It's, it's one of those things where, I mean, it, you these are – the kids that blow up like this, every other kid expects to blow up like this. Yeah, it doesn't help the like mainstream audience's mentality on internet fans. Yeah, it... So here's here's the question I pose to you. Okay? You have a kid, he's ten years old. He has raked up in his lifetime hundred and ten million dollars. What do you do with his money? <laughs> now, if I were in the moment, it probably is a different answer. But if I'm thinking about it now, it'd probably be one of those things where I mean, obviously, at this point, I don't think this kid's going to college. I think this kid's going to be creating YouTube videos for the rest of his life. So, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, invest with the money, put it into savings, and you spend spend some of it on yourself and then spend some of most, like, half of it on YouTube or all that stuff going back into what you're trying to make. But, I mean... Probably if I'm in the moment, yeah. I'd probably be buying stuff for myself. <laughs> Going to the Honestly, I, I know casinos are rigged, bro. I do not trust those things <laughs> any day of the week. It's Yeah, I think I would I'd probably like chop it up into portions. So I would set aside like open multiple savings accounts for him. Uh set aside X amount of money for if he does decide to go to college. You know, if he's like, yeah, this was fun when I was a kid because it was a kid thing. You know, I don't really want to do that anymore. He has a college fund to work with because, remember, we have $110 million to work with. I'd set aside some money so that he can get an apartment when he's ready and that- get a car when he's ready. I wouldn't tell him about these funds, though, of, like especially the apartment and car funds, until he's in dire need because that way he doesn't slack off his entire Go, oh well I have I have money that I'll be able to use. He gets uh, especially if he decides he wants to go away from the whole entertainment business, he understands the value of a dollar and what it means to save up for your own apartment and your own car and your own this, that and the other thing. No, that kid that kid can retire at this point. That kid is able to retire without even starting. <laughs> he's not even started yet and he's able to retire. That's crazy. But I know. So while we're on the topic of um, careers and stuff. Um, I don't know if you. I don't know if you mentioned this last uh, podcast, but what are you going for um, exactly? Um. So, <laughs> right now that's kind of up in the air. I'm currently kind of in this gray area where I'm still deciding. I have 
two options open for me right now. I'm kind of going down a social work path or um, the other career that I'm exploring is education with the hopes to eventually become a high school history teacher. All right. Um, I'm really stuck in a bind here. I have, I mean, my heart breaks for the, the, the people, the family, the children that I would work with within the social work field. But I've also spent, you know, hours up at night thinking about the way I'd run my classroom and what type of teacher I'd be. I have, like, in the shower, you know how sometimes like, people sing in the shower? Mm-hmm. There's been times where I've been in the shower and I have rehearsed what I would say <laughs> on, my, on my first day of school, like, talking about my syllabus and stuff. I've gone through that, like, in the shower. I'll be, like, going on a walk or something and I'll just kind of be thinking nonsensically. And I'll think of, like, a topic, like a history topic, and I'll just start, like, I won't even, like, think about it. I'll just subconsciously just start pretending like I'm teaching a class and, like, how I would, you know, navigate through my lecture and stuff. Um, so, and viewers, to anybody that's listening in, I can confirm that either path he goes down is going to be a great career choice because me and him both have the same personality, and I believe that either thing he chooses is um, going to be the best for him because he's a, like, we're both very social people and we're just, we love to talk to people, making people happy is what we like, like to do. And I don't, I mean, I hope if you become a history teacher, you'll be a cool one, not a, not a mean one. I'd like to, I mean, you never know what might happen. <laughs> I might think I'm cool, but everyone's like, Oh God, I have Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Uh, are you kidding me mr rogers oh my god dude 75 minutes of him <laughs> oh my god no i've uh, i've decided that if i do become a teacher though i'm gonna be very very just like upfront. like i'm not gonna be like like in terms of my lectures i'm not gonna be like you know and yeah like, you're gonna be go straight to the point and that's what yeah, I've, but I'm gonna be- that's what I've noticed about um college professors is that from college yeah. to um from college to from high school to college I've noticed that mm-hmm. you know they say you like for me personally I have two hour classes and we go in and the class maybe last an hour <laughs> it's it's just crazy how they're straight to the point. They don't blab on. I mean, some instructors, professors do, but they never plan for the full class time usually. Yeah. Um, I've noticed that my, yeah, professors tend to get, excuse me, very straight to the point. My um, my one Zoom class that I have to show up for, she, Professor Zeman will get through like an entire chapter and an hour and 15 minutes. Not even. She will. She just trucks right yeah, through it. I, it's. It's. Amazing. I love teachers that do that. Um, funny story. Uh, I think it was two weeks ago. Um, new session started, so uh, uh-huh. we were doing mostly online. And since I'm going in for graphic design, it's technically lab based. So any lab based classes are still on campus, and so I go in like two days a week still, but. So the first day of class was online and I'm sitting in my office where I am now and it's in the morning and I have my shirt off and I have my boxers on. I'm sitting in the chair and I have my mic on and his name is Andy. Andy's like, so I'm going to go through the checklist and um, basically we're going to start right away. um, And when I call your name, turn your camera on and introduce yourself. And I'm the first person, <laughs> first person on the list. First person on the list. And I'm sitting there, and when you're in these Zoom calls, we don't call them Zoom. It's called Blackboard Interactive. And, oh, yeah. and basically, they're allowed to turn on your camera because you give them the permission to, basically. <gasps> oh, no. And to anybody listening, I'm not a skinny man. I have, I have man boobies, and... I'm sitting there and I'm freaking out. This man turns on my camera and 
every student, all 25 <laughs> of the students saw my pepperoni nipples. <laughs> what do you do in that situation when you're just sitting there with your pepperoni nipples just hanging out? <laughs> I think at that point, you have I just, no... I option. owned it. I really just owned it. Yeah. I owned it at that That's point. I, <laughs> I think you have no point, like, but yeah, just to just accept it and be like, <laughs> I would have I would have stood up and been like, I'm in my boxers too. I, it was like one of those things where... I think everybody was so surprised because I didn't hesitate. It was one of those things where it was all focus was on me and my exact like words were, hello, my name's Ethan. Um, and they're just everybody. There was just one person that had their mic on an accident and you could hear them start laughing because you don't expect a guy just sitting there chilling during a, a Zoom meeting with their boobies hanging out. <laughs> oh, Dude, but that's but wrapping out wrapping around to this whole online stuff i just i just can't learn like that i can't learn online oh uh, online learning personal learning i thought i would enjoy it more because i'd have less restrictions and like i don't have to you know if i wanted to i could watch my philosophy lecture at three in the morning if I really wanted to, but there's just something about being in person that you just gain so, so, so much I don't, more from. I just don't think you have those like outside or like those distractions when you're in class learning, you feel obligated to actually learn. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. And while you're at home, you're sitting there and you think, Oh, maybe oh, I can go ahead and do this. I can listen to the lecture after class. Cause that's the mindset I have. And it's all up in the air right now with, you know, how long is this going to happen for? Because obviously the Corona cases aren't getting any better. And yeah, at this point, it's just a waiting game. And like, there's some statistics out there that are saying that this could go all the way up for another year. So like, I mean, really? It, yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's so, it's insane. This whole Corona thing ever since the start, has just blown up and and it's kind of weird. I have a different viewpoint than other people on this whole Corona thing because I'm a business, I'm a well, a co-business owner, and people are like, "Well, shut down, stay inside, and do all this stuff." But I can't. Our family can't afford to do that. We can't afford to sit yeah. inside for a week and not make any money because that's our that's our only income. And now with that, right. I also believe that Corona is a hundred percent real. And if you don't think it's real, you're crazy. I have uh, fun fact. I ended up actually getting COVID. You had COVID? Yeah, I got on I campus. COVID. Yeah, I got it from, I am like 99.9999999. Percent sure, I know who I got it from it, too. And the whole thing with contact tracing, and you can screw. So if you want, anybody that's listening, if you want the ultimate revenge plan, honestly, go see as many people as you can, knowing you have COVID, and contract trace everybody. Don't actually do that because I want to. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to live in this anarchy for hey, that is year. that is valid. But, but I also believe that. It's getting to the point where everybody just needs to get it because, like, I, I believe we could have controlled it at one point, but it's so bad right now that I had I have I had COVID before it even happened. Like, I guess before it was even like really known. Um, the only reason yeah. why the only reason why I believe I did is because like one of the main symptoms is like. Uh, dry cough, like really bad dry cough, um, fever, and basically it's like the flu. And fun fact, mm -hmm. I had a dry cough for two straight weeks. It, it oh, was wowzers. like razor blades in my throat. Owie, and owie, owie. No, I went to no, the doctor, you. and you'd think it'd be strep throat, right? Because Yeah, or something like that. I go in, get my strep throat test. They literally told me. And this was, mind you, this was a month before Corona was even like 
like said to be a thing in the U.S., they told me, mm-hmm. you, "We don't know what you have." Like, <gasps> it, it just adds up, doesn't it? It, it just adds up, like, yeah. I, I, and to this day, being a business owner, you would think I would have Corona during this time period, being interacted with so many people, and I haven't gotten sick yeah. once. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. I'm knocking. Um, both at the time I was living with my mom and her boyfriend and my two idiotic brothers, but, um, they both got really, my mom and her boyfriend both got really, really sick in March, like early March. And I don't know if you remember the specific day, but March 13th. uh, Yeah. I was going to say, I didn't know how I wanted to word it, but March 13th is when school shut down at least. I don't know if that's like the official start of quarantine, but I know you and I went to high school together and that was our last day of senior year was March 13th. And it's one of those things where I hear a lot of like, like our parents, like I heard my parents say it. I heard other people say it. Our March 13th for us is like our parents, 2001, 9-11. Like it's a. People are making those comparisons. They're People not making, making the comparison as as the as the event happening. They're as in something that we'll never forget. Be, uh, because I can tell you, I'll never forget what I was doing on March thirteenth. I it it was it was such a crazy yeah. day. It was one of those things where everybody thought it was an ex- extended spring break. Extended spring break. Oh my gosh, we're yep. gonna we're gonna be off with school for an extra week. We're going to come back. And everybody left school that day. And I, I guarantee you, no one's the same person. No. And I bet you our entire senior class, practically everyone took it for granted. That is the one thing that up about um, that day is that I have um, I have to have closure in my life. When I close mm-hmm. a new, uh, when I close a chapter, I have to have that like, oh, gushy like end of the movie feel good moment. Like for my own like emotional and like mental state, I have to have that closure. And I walked out of that high school on March thirteenth without it. And so for a long time, I had like it was really hard for me to come to terms that I will, like. Oh, yeah. It, it was just really rough for me. It, It's just one of those things is everybody walked out of the school and not knowing that we're not going to come back. And like you yeah. said, you need that emotional like closure. And honestly, a big man like me, sometimes you just got to cry because you're yeah. happy and sad about a thing. And honestly, I cried too many days about March 13th because of the fact I never really got to say goodbye to half the people that I probably won't see ever again. Shout out, shout out, shout out, hi. They let us do that thing in the parking lot. For sure. For sure. Uh, yeah. So they, um, for context, they let all the seniors pull up to the junior senior parking lot and just kind of let us all vibe in our cars, like a social distance, you know, one last hoorah. Um, a, I, I, I think it's – I don't know why they did it. My thought is because graduation was so up in the air I, that we couldn't – they couldn't leave us without nothing. So that was kind of like a play down. In case we don't do graduation, this is like our backup. And to anybody that – to anybody that's trying to criticize us while they're listening to this, this was before it really got bad. So yeah. it was – so it we were all – I mean – in the moment, we were all safe. Nobody got corona, as we know, no. from that thing, because it was actually pretty well assembled and stuff. And It was. Um, But Sean O'Hai did do a good job on trying to keep people up to date, and it came to the point where it was like, you have to have, we have to have graduation now, or there's going to be kids going to college and we can't have it anymore. So we had it literally a week before I started college. Yeah, uh, I know uh, anyone from our class who went off into the military couldn't show up because they had already deployed. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, it's sad. But it was definitely. But they got a ceremony. Um, they got a ceremony with their family and stuff before they got deployed. Actually, uh-huh. and um, Sean O'Hyde did do a great job with the setup and everything. It was definitely they definitely cared about um actually having a graduation. So I'm thankful for yeah. that. But it was just, it's just 2020. I mean. It's good and bad. I mean, there's things that happened in my life that definitely is a positive, but there's some things that definitely could have been better, but Corona really yeah. did. Oh, for sure. I uh, I kind of have a bone to pick with you, though. You, for real, almost made a big fella cry. I, You probably actually made a big fella cry. <laughs> that, uh, that TikTok you made... Oh, yeah. For those of you who don't know, if anyone goes to Channel High, you've probably seen the TikTok I'm talking about. But this man right here, um, there was like, it was just kind of like a long line that we were all lined up in. This man starts at the end of the line and goes down in his, in his car, goes down and films us all. And we're all like happy and we're cheering and people are honking their horns and yada, yada, yada. The song that he's playing in the background is the one that's like, "Thank you for the happiest year." And you better watch; we're gonna get copyrighted because of how beautiful our voices are, bro. Oh, we might as well go platinum. So, uh, if you if you went to high school with us, and if you saw the TikTok, you would you would know, you would know. Yeah, that thing definitely got shared. Like. Got shared a lot. It had more shares than actual likes, I'm pretty sure. But because everybody used it, posted on their Facebook and stuff. And yeah, I guess to me, that was like my closure that like, that like, I mean, if all goes to hell, I will be able to look back on that video and I'll have something to like reminisce on because I didn't know what those, you know, next, you know, three, four months were going to bring. And I don't know what month we're on now of Corona, but honestly, I'm just sick of it. March. Are you going to count? Are we counting March or no? Yeah, we will. March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. This is month nine. Yeah. it. Honestly, it's getting to the point where people are slowly, slowly and slowly starting to just start Not living care. their normal lives. Yep. They just don't care anymore. Um, you can't, you can't have. An entire society cooped up and like, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, cooped up and sectioned off. Yeah, like that for so long. Like eventually, it pays. It pays a toll. It's yeah. It's I mean, hopefully after after 2020. I mean, obviously, Corona's not going to go away. But I mean. To be honest with you, it hasn't been a horrible year. I mean, there's been definitely moments where I really comp- contemplated life, but like, but definitely there's some good things that happened out of the year. I mean, on a positive mm-hmm. note, um, I have my almost my whole entire first year of college paid off through scholarships. So I mean, that's a positive. Hey. Um, but other than that, I've been kind of chilling and kind of a getaway from all this Corona stuff is what we're doing now is podcasting and live streaming and stuff. Yeah. And a lot of virtual. And it's and it's it's great. Like this is my first podcast I've been on, actually, and I'm hooked on it already. I love having conversations with people like this. And yeah, this is fun. It's fun. It's definitely a thing that I'll get into like i said i should be coming out with an episode sooner or later and not sooner or later probably in the next few days maybe maybe even by tomorrow or sunday but it's you gotta you gotta find new things to do especially when you're in college with all virtual and all that jazz yeah and by the time time this comes out you said it should be out by like tuesday or wednesday um or Sunday or Tuesday? Uh, my podcast. I don't know about this podcast that we're doing now, but my podcast should be coming out in the next like two to three days. Yeah. So by the time this podcast comes out, yours should be up and running. You want to tell us a little bit about your podcast? Um. Yeah. Sure. Um. So basically, my podcast name is Easy Easy Ease Lounge. Um. Basically, it's kind of the same thing that we're doing now in Chico's podcast. Uh. 
we're just going to be talking about really anything that comes up into mind about life. Um, we're going to have specific things to talk about on certain days. Um, I plan on coming out with po podcasts probably Tuesdays and Thursdays. And we'll have set things to talk about, but honestly, we're just going to go with the flow and see what happens. And um, hopefully I can have uh, some like special guests, some new guests, guests come on. Hopefully I can get my man Chico on one of the first podcasts <laughs> that we have. Um, and honestly, I hope that like my man Matthew can be a regular um, attendance to my podcast. Um, it's just I'd love to. It's just an awesome thing to do, especially when you have two people like me and Matthew that like think this is one of a really dope thing to do. And at least there's someone that we can go to if we have questions or if we need a guest of some sort. Yeah, it, I think having that asset and those resources are really cool. So moral of the story is start your own podcast. Why not? Yeah, you know, I mean, you if you're all, in quarantine. If all goes bad, start a podcast and see where it goes like. Um, actually, yeah. I, I mean, me and Matthew are kind of on the same road because I was kind of inspired not only by Matthew, but from my Aww. brother because my brother has a podcast called Bro Talk and they have more set things to talk about. So if you're into music and you're into sports and stuff, um, then go ahead and go to Bro Talk and um, look up Bro Talk with Brand Flakes because that's a great podcast too, but it's just it's just something that you can just talk about whatever you want, whatever you desire. And the people that want to listen to what you talk about will join if they want. And you don't really need to care. Yeah. Yeah, that's real soccer. <laughs> and as as we're speaking right now, I look to my right and I have Kanye West staring at me <laughs> on my other screen. Um if anybody doesn't know about the Yeezus meme where he's just looking into the camera and just stares at you. That is what my <laughs> wallpaper is as we speak. So he's just staring at me. He's been staring at me for the past, like, 50 minutes that we've been talking. And honestly, I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> you showed me a picture of it before, before we started recording, and it's... Gosh, if that is... I don't know what's funnier... Your uh, your Yeezus wallpaper or the big poppy hat you have that or your mask? Yeah, so I have a, so basically I have a big poppy white hat, black lettering, and then I have a mask that has my face on it. So basically, my ma I put my mask on and it basically looks like it's my face. But I was told by an instructor at school, he told me that it looked like Shrek. What? I told you that, you remember? He was like, you deserve an A because you look like Shrek. I don't remember that. It, it, it was hilarious. He literally told me I looked like Shrek, and I didn't know if I should take that as a compliment or not because it was my face. But <laughs> That's true. That's true. He, but uh, You just got to find the light, bro. You just got to find the light. Yeah. I've, um, there's one thing I've come to realize in life is that you're wasting your time, like, being upset all the time, especially if you look at the root of things, a lot of things that people get upset about are things that they can't change or things that are out of their control. If you can't change it, if it's out of your control, if you cannot put any impact on what is happening or what has happened, why why waste your energy on that? I, I, actually, saw, I actually saw a quote on Twitter that was saying something on the lines of, Let's say you have $385,000 with you and you get 10 of it stolen or you lose 10 of it. Are you, you're, you're not just going to throw the rest of the 300 and whatever thousand away. So mm -hmm. you have 24 hours in a day and 10 seconds of that day, you have a bad moment. You're not just going to throw away. You just can't throw away the other 23 hours of the day. Yeah, it's, you just, I, my dad taught me that I, when, at a younger age, he told me, he says, Matt, you have to pick and choose your battles. And when you look at the battles you choose to fight on a daily basis, or not necessarily a daily basis, but, you know, the battles that you choose to consistently fight, 
are battles that aren't worth fighting. You know, you're you're you get mad because you walk up into your dining hall at your university and the line's long. <laughs> like I've seen people, like I physically, I've seen people get so pressed because the long the line is like long. Like they come up the stairs because our dining hall has an upper part and a lower part. Um, and I usually go to the upper part. I've seen people walk up the stairs, um, see the line, throw their arms up in the air, and walk away. It's like, what? It, Come on, man. You just gotta, with this day and age, you just gotta do something positive. I mean, I don't wanna, like, I'm not the type of person that will do something and expect everybody to be like, oh, wow, oh my gosh, you're so awesome. But, like, for example, I got paid $50 from a customer because I did such a great job and we gave them a, such a great deal on business cards. And mm-hmm. I used that 50 bucks and I went to school, went to Starbucks. I paid for the person behind me and I decided to give the lady a $10 tip for Starbucks for one $5 drink. And, and it was one of those things where it was like, some people just need that in their lives. And I honestly, think, yeah. I feel so good about it because the guy behind me, I'm pretty sure he paid for the person behind her or behind him too. So like that's that karma. Right you just there. gotta have some positivity, especially with everything going on with the election and stuff. Some people just need to breathe and just get away from that toxic like environment, especially with the election, and just need to just relax and breathe, dog. Yeah, it's. I know it's such like a kind of like a cliche. And like almost like a quirky thing to say, but like on some real talk, real vibes, positive vibes only. You're wasting your time if you're gonna deliberately surround yourself with such negativity. Yeah. You know, people. Okay, don't get me wrong. People have bad days. You know, there are definitely good days and bad days. But when you're consistently, consistently, consistently having bad days, like, and I'm not talking about like. Mental health, because I think there's a difference between just having, like, your mental health having a bad day and you just, like, getting mad at everything kind of bad day. Yeah. I'm talking, like, getting mad at everything bad days. You know, if you're consistently having those days, you need to, like, sit down and, like, reevaluate, man. Because you're just, like I said, you're wasting your time. People are just too quick to quick to judge and too, especially just today. And you just got to take life one step at a time and just live in the moment because For real. you just got to let go of everything and you just got to, you just got to give one less crap about life. Yeah. And the one thing I've noticed about people who are like usually really bitter or like, I guess you could say the bullies in life is that there's always, there's always something else. You know, people aren't mean because they feel like they didn't wake up and go, yep, I'm going to be a jerk today. And then crawled out of bed. There's always, there's always something else. Their their parents are going through a divorce. Mom, mom isn't getting enough hours, so money is super tight right now. Um, dad just walked out on them. Um, grandma died. Uh, you know, there's always, there's always some more often than not, there's something else that causes people to be so negative towards everyone else and once you realize that too it's like you just you see the world so much more differently. so moral of the story to anybody that has made it to this point as we're nearing the <laughs> podcast just do a little good in life just even if it's just do something positive even if that's opening the door for somebody or paying for their food or their drink if you are financially stable enough to do that it's just yeah. Especially like times like this, you never know what somebody's going through and you never know what maybe a compliment or doing something, helping them will do for them. Because with this whole Corona thing, I think they said like suicide rates have went up. Oh, that does not. Like dramatically because of the fact of, you know, people had to stay in and they can't see their friends and stuff. So just remember mm-hmm. that don't take your don't make your bad day and put it on to somebody else. Just reevaluate, spread positive vibes because that's what we're about in this, and just for let real. go and just just chill out with us for however many episodes we're doing. So, yeah, we 
you know, I, I'm pretty sure you can vouch for me, but you and I have PhDs. You heard me, PhDs. PhDs in Vibery. We just, we know the art of Vibery. Just... For real? thought you said bribery, and I was sitting there for a second looking at my screen, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I don't bribe people, but I mean, hey, whatever throws you out on that on that subject, but yeah, but in all seriousness, it, you just, you just can't, it's harsh to say, but you just can't care too much. Yeah, I'll give you a perfect example. I hate to bring up COVID again. This happened like right when the pandemic hit. My girlfriend and I, we go into this gas station. Where is it leading to? (laughs) To pay for whatever we were paying for, whatever. Um, And there was a guy standing there finishing up his transaction. So we get behind him, and apparently we were a little too close to him because he, like, was really snappy and short, and he, like, barked at us to get back because we weren't, like, six feet apart or whatever, right? So we were like, oh, okay. So we backed up, and he could tell we were kind of like, whoa, dude, what the, you know? And moments, a couple moments later, he turned around, and he said to us, he's like, I'm so, I don't mean to be, like, snappy and rude, but I've already had a friend die from this. Like, this is... I take this very seriously. And this was in April. So COVID had like just started being a serious thing. So, you know, you don't always, he was, he got snappy with us because he was trying to be cautious because he knew someone who died from it, you know? So people just, there's always, there's always another side to the coin. And, and with that, remember especially in this in the time period we're in with everything going on that there is always a better answer than taking your own life especially with the with what we're all going through everybody's going through almost the same thing with corona and stuff i can guarantee you everybody they do not want corona the only benefits to having corona is when you're an essential worker and you get paid time off. That's the only thing positive yeah. about it. Yeah. Or um, when that annoying friend hits you up and is like, "Hey, you want to go somewhere?" You're like, "Can't COVID." You know. I, I was that. I'm that person sometimes. I kind of <laughs> lose track of like, "Oh crap!" You know, Corona still a thing. And yeah. it kind of hits. It hits reality, but like, but man, at the end of the day, it's just yeah. It all sucks. Life, life, life sucks, guys. And you just got to learn to just, like we said, let it go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I want to I wanna go back to something really quick uh, about um, everyone going through something. I would rather sit on the phone with you for two, three, four, five hours than wake up and find out that you didn't. I would much rather sit on the phone with you. It's crazy to think. And the thing about mental health and stuff is that most of the mental health problems that's going on in today's society is all because of media. It's everything to do with the internet. Dude, listen. If you are someone who just consistently fully engulfs themselves in the media and your perception of what you are supposed to be how you are supposed to live your life on what, what society is the, the, what, what's the word I'm looking for? What society defines you as listen, something media does is purposely exaggerate and blow things out of proportions. Those models that you see with like freaking mega cake, like thick with 12 C's, I can almost guarantee you, their booties have been photoshopped. So don't look in the mirror and think your butt is Yo, big enough. You I know? Can... Or that like you're not skinny enough or that you're not pretty enough or that you're not, you know, you're not fit enough. That dude is out. Well, well this dude I saw uh, moss this dude and he doesn't even play football. Yeah, you know what? That other dude probably let him moss him. It, for those of you who don't know, mossing is a reference to the great Randy Moss. It's like a spectacular catch over someone. You know, so you can't sit here and let these 
exaggerated, blown out of proportion situations and and images define who you are meant to be. I don't know, man. You can you can always put me on the Victoria's Secret magazine front page, and I tell you what, I got a lot of cake. I got a lot of cake. You do you you do be packing though. You do be packing though. On that note, Easy E was phenomenal to have you on this day. Um, I had a lot of fun. It was. It, I thoroughly enjoyed this. It's it's a blast being able to just talk for an hour and. Right now, what's currently as we speak, it's midnight, and and honestly, you we're just doing this, and we decided to do this last minute, and and this is awesome, and it went through great. I'm glad that you had me, and like I said, I'm glad you came. Um, for anybody that's listening to, into this, I should be coming out with uh, a podcast. Remember, it's Easy Ease Lounge, and you will be hearing your boy Matthew Rogers, aka Chico on one of my first podcasts so uh, i'm very very excited for that episode well this has been chico's podcast make sure you keep your head high and your ambitious higher have a great day everyone